Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, or whatever randomness finds its way on the recording. But let us get started. Oh, I got a burp. Oh, it's stuck in there. Oh, that was good. I might leave that on the recording. <laughs> well, welcome, friends, to level 226, question mark, of the podcast. I don't remember what the number was the last one, but the podcast is coming out this Friday. What Friday? This Friday. Or actually, it'll probably be Saturday, because it is Friday, huh? Yeah, I, guess I think so. So we got to record, and then I got to upload it, and so Saturday morning, but yeah, <laughs> but it'll still feel like Friday for me, because I won't have slept yet. Oh, that's true. Hey, and welcome to Level It Up Fuzzballs, <laughs> a whole new podcast hosted by Daniel Blue Rodriguez. <laughs> oh my. It's your offshoot, man. That's what it is? I don't know. We've come up with a better name if you're going to have your offshoot. <laughs> blues news, blues news. Blues. <laughs> that's that's my favorite thing. <laughs> all all the blue. Whenever whenever anything blue interacts with my life, I end up a happier Wookie because of you, oh. buddy. Oh, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's why I like uh, Carson Teva from The Mandalorian, and why uh, well I already like the Blues Clues show, but it's even better. And uh, yeah, even like old school. You my boy, blue. You my boy. <laughs> uh, I remember that. I remember when that movie came out. All of a sudden, like they were, everybody was like, "Oh, that." And I was like, "You've known me longer than that movie's been out. Like, why are you <laughs> saying that to me?" Yeah, for sure. Well, dude, I just uh, I saw the funniest. I actually saved it on my phone. There, you know, the world is a fire with Bernie Sanders memes right now. Yeah. And there's all sorts of great geek ones. I thought about sharing them on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. But then I was like. There's so many, and nobody else has shown interest, so <laughs> whatever. I don't have to be political, but it was it's Bernie on the Blue's Clues chair. <laughs> oh, I saw that one. It yeah, was great. It made me happy because a uh, little little 15-month-old warrior monster, is uh, he likes the Blue's Clues. Likes it a lot. Although oh, that, that Blue's a lady, and you're no lady. Oh, that is true. Yeah. That Blue but, is a lady. This this is all to say, long and short, friends, uh, this is a, a usual news catch-up episode. Um, what? You don't like catch-up? Fine, it's a news mustard episode. But uh, the, the long and short is there's a lot of topics. How many topics you say? Heinz, 57 taco topics. Tacos? Topics? I don't know. I can't. Uh-huh. Me no speak right. But Heinz, 57. There's 57 things to discuss in our ketchup and hey heinz makes ketchup isn't that weird life is weird my friends <laughs> but uh i i was like literally like not wanting to do a solo episode and because me blue and uh, danny the deuce we talk regularly like through facebook messenger or whatnot and i was like blue you want to do the news with me and he's like yeah i got nothing to do so here he is here i am here Doing he the- is Doing geek news like a hurricane. Down, down. Everybody's like, 
guys, this episode's been going close to four minutes, and you're nowhere near finishing it. And you're right. You're right, friends. <laughs> and yes, I did just point at my uh, Yeti microphone like I was talking to you, because I'm just insane like that. So, uh, yeah, you want to get started, Blue? Yeah, let's do this. So, long and short, like I said, Heinz 57 ketchup. Uh, lots and lots of things to talk about. So, in the spirit of that, we've had great success in the past with our fire hose news. We basically give ourselves like 30 seconds or ostensibly 30 seconds, sometimes it's longer or shorter, to talk about each thing. And that also keeps the episode from being like three hours long and uh, lets us quickly say stuff. And it ends up, I don't know, it just it's entertaining for me, at least. I think it's uh, hilarious to make people encapsulate their opinions. And of course, there may be more or less. But uh, it, it sounds good to me. And, and Blue's no stranger to the timer with the Wookiee growl. So uh, I figured, like, why not? And uh, I even, I flirted with the idea of giving us 45 seconds. And Blue's like, no, 30 seconds worked before. Let's do it. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the way we do in news is uh, we start off with the Laugh Fuzzballs Facebook group with our Triple F, the Fantabulous Fuzzballs Focus. All the FFFFFFs. And uh, this is where I call all the news from that Facebook group for all of you that listen that aren't either don't do the Book of Faces or aren't a member of the group. But if you do the Book of Faces, just join the group. It's easy. Let's click join, close group. We say yes. You join 596 people that like geeky stuff. And uh, and then you get all this stuff. And then you get to hear me talk about it later if you want. Or you can just skip ahead to the other news. Whatever. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Just listen. Help my algorithm. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so I, I call the news, and then we talk about it. And I, I like this a lot more even because, uh, you know, Blue gets to talk about some of this stuff, and that's fun because I like his opinion. So you want me to go first, Blue? Uh, Yeah, it's your show. All right, so the first stuff we got is some news that I put up. Uh, I tech, I sort of do this chronologically, although I do lump. Uh, if there's one person that posts the news, all their news is together in the chronological order, and then it skips to the next. So it's not perfect. But me, because I was the first person since uh, the last time we did this, and I posted the cast of the boys react to President Obama praising the show. So Obama mentioning the boys in the same breath as the another superhero show, HBO's Watchmen. It's just great. And like he said, he likes them for how they turn superhero conventions on their heads to lay bare issues of race, capitalism, and the distorting effects of corporate power and mass media. Uh, he mentioned some other shows, Better Call Saul, The Good Place, and the NBA playoffs. Uh, and I just, you know, uh, I, I respect uh, President Obama, and uh, I think it's rad that he likes geek stuff, too. So there you go. <laughs> I was super oh, surprised. There's the, there's the Wookiee growl. Mm. What were you saying, Blue? I was just super surprised that he watched it, too. I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it is super cool and uh you know you shouldn't watch something just because other people do although it's nice to get recommendations and it's also nice to know that you know some people in power or formerly held like the highest power of the united states uh enjoy some of the same entertainment you do exactly yeah so blue your first news thing to talk about is the supposed news that the dceu would have michael keaton as its main batman moving forward go oh man this is what a classic right i think it's a right choice to have him be like the classic one because let's face it it's definitely the most popular of, of most of them you know what i mean 
So I just think it's really appropriate to have him be uh, the Batman of choice. Sweet. Did it without the Wookiee growl. I mean, this is, I've seen more news where saying like it was taken out of context and it might not be the case, but you know what? I'm going to pretend it is the case. Yeah. Uh, one thing for sure, Batflex will be Batflex, <laughs> Batfleck. Uh, when he when he's got the muscle suit, that's when he's Batflexing. He'll uh, he'll be in that Flash movie and then uh, pr- probably never again. <laughs> Which probably means he's gonna die. I mean, so, probably. So for everybody that wanted to see Batman die, uh, more than like reading Batman R.I.P. and seeing him come back uh, with cave people, yes, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. That that's potentially going to happen in that Flash movie. Sound good? Sounds good. So my next one's really it's a low low curveball. Uh, start dates for the DCW shows, and I'll just start myself. So this is uh, Batwoman season two already started January seventeenth. Black Lightning season four is February eighth. The Flash season seven is Superman and Lois. The first season will be February twenty third, and uh, for Supergirl season six and Legends of Tomorrow season six. Uh, it's like spring and summer, respectively. And, hey, it's just it's exciting. These shows are coming back. Corona did not completely stop the DCW. It just paused it. And uh, I don't know if we're going to get as long as seasons, if they're still going to stick to the 22, 23, or if they'll do shorter, like Legends of Tomorrow is done. But, yeah, excitement. Oh, shush, Chewbacca. I know. I hit my 30 seconds. Okay, okay. How do I stop you? Stop. Oh, my goodness. That's going to be fun. <laughs> So yeah, excitement for uh, more DCW. All right, Blue, yours is the Star Wars The High Republic launch trailer that I posted. Then go. Oh, man. I haven't even watched the whole thing yet. Uh, I I saw like the opening of it, and I was like, okay, do I really want to watch this? I've been kind of undecided. But the fact that The High Republic is coming out and they're going to be bringing out things from the quote-unquote Old Republic stuff, Uh, Really has me excited. I'm really looking forward to seeing what, like, villains they end up bringing out uh, and if they reprise roles of old people who aren't canon anymore. Um, My favorite Darth Nihilus, I hope. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) You want want Darth Nihilus? Yeah, I do. I really want Darth Nihilus. I thought he was awesome. His look great. I don't know how much of that Old Republic stuff is going to get intertwined in the High Republic. Um, but, it, I mean, it, the trailer I shared because it, it looks great. I haven't gotten a chance to read the first book by Charles Soule, but I really want to. But I got grad school reading I have to do. So, guaranteed this summer, I'm going to I'm gonna catch up on a whole bunch of books from High Republic that have come out. And I, I'm super stoked for it. I've heard nothing but good things. Oh, yeah. All right. So, my next news story, Star Wars, Valentine's Day Pops. Oh, why? Why do they do this? Uh, I didn't like the the colorful uh, Stormtrooper ones, and these are pink, and they have hearts, and I, I, I simultaneously don't like them while also wanting the Chewbacca for my collection, because I'm a shell. I am. I love Chewbacca, and uh, that would be a great Valentine's Day present for my wife, and uh, so yeah, so I both hate them and hate myself. Because I love them, sort of. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I do not know how I feel about them at all. Right? Yeah. I mean, Stormtrooper, Vader, Yoda, Chewie. I like Chewie getting some love, <laughs> but it's just like, oh wow. No Why is, I just don't understand. I I don't know either, but I love Chewbacca, so I'm probably gonna own it, and that's fine. 
It's fine. <laughs> yeah. They're 10 bucks. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right, Blue, so your story is Green Arrow and the Canary spinoff canceled by the DCW. Go. What a shame. Like, come on, let's be honest. The The Green Arrow show was pretty damn cool. Like, whether you were a fan of it or not, it, it didn't mean that it wasn't pretty damn good. And it got so many other shows on the air. You know what I mean? It was like one of those primordial ones that was just like, had no no reason to be as good as it was so this is a shame and i'm I'm kind of saddened by it well i mean you you met your time but it's not the green arrow show is over they got to wrap that up this is the spinoff that they had like done in the final season which is but, oliver, like, oliver queen's daughter and then uh dinah lance and uh uh the other canary like in the future yeah and uh the, but my thing is is that you knew that the other show was great why would you cancel this one? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it's it's a bummer. Like I said when I posted it, I I don't I don't know what their thought is. I I'm, I think a lot of it is just because they have lots of plans for new stuff. They want to revitalize like their their lineup, so to speak. So they got Superman and Lois coming. Uh, they've got Batwoman with a new angle, and then you know Supergirl's gonna end. The Flash probably has one or two more seasons left in it. I'm guessing. And then, you know, they can do the, the new future state Wonder Woman and and uh, everything they have planned, Naomi and, and whatnot. So it's just going to sort of like flip it and become a new thing. And hopefully it's still good. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I actually thought that was neat. I like that because it was set you know so far in the future that it allowed them to do completely new stories while still paying homage and, you know, tribute to like the stuff that came before it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I dug it. I thought it was a good concept. It's a bummer that it's not going to continue. But they still have HBO Max, so it may not be dead in the water. Who knows? Who knows? Hopefully, so my it's, ne- hopefully it's what? Hopefully it's not. Yeah. So my next news story, potential details revealed for the Soka Tano show on Disney+. Plus. Guys, uh, the Mando spoiler has lifted. Actually, I looked. I was like, oh, I posted this before I said uh, no Mando spoilers. I was like, bad on me, I suppose. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Basically, live-action Rebels 2 with Sabine Wren and the search for Ezra Bridger and Thrawn, and I'm here for it. Filoni did one hell of an episode with that Ahsoka episode, and I'm excited for him to continue the Rebel story. Live-action, I would have liked it as animated too, but cool. good. It's good news. Good news for all. <laughs> good news for all, definitely. Yeah. And and more Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, please. Mm, more Rosario, Rosario Dawson, period. <laughs> Indeed. So, Blue, yours is the Wonder Woman WW84 Honest Trailer. Go. Hilarious. Has anybody else watched this? I know you did, Wook, and uh, I caught it after you had mentioned to, to watch it. Hilarious. But then again, I feel like all the Honest Trailer stuff is absolutely hilarious, so, you know, whatever. I guess. Yeah. I, I enjoy I enjoy when they poke fun, whether I agree with the criticism or not. It's fun. I, I like what the guy puts out. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think uh, part of being a, a healthy geek is being able to laugh at the stuff that you like, you know? Yeah. For sure. So, yeah. So I, I appreciate it. And I, I also agreed with some of his critiques. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so my next news story is all those Mando Season 2 images that I posted all 
quick 30 seconds. Uh, there's a Bill and Ted poster that uh, my buddy Brett made based on an idea I have, which is wonderful. Uh, Baby Yoda's excellent adventure. The Luke reacting to Grogu on the scene stone. Man, that turned out amazing. Uh, Baby Shackles, yes, you're the bad guys. Dad bod Boba. <laughs> I like the one with Ahsoka. Like, he wants to know your name. He's been calling you Shiny Boba. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was just happy to finally be able to share share those images and uh yeah and and good news for you friends there our mando spoiler episode is going to be the episode after this so you get our our blues news catch up heinz 57 and then you get uh then you get uh yeah you get our mando spoiler which we've already recorded yes yes we did we have it'll be good fun for you so blue you're going to be excited to talk about this one uh, all five seasons of The Muppet Show coming to Disney Plus February 19th and go. Oh my god, the excitement cannot even be expressed. I am so down, and I know exactly what I'm going to be doing with a lot of my time, is just watching The Muppets, because why wouldn't you watch The Muppets? I mean, <laughs> what else yeah. could be said? It's The Muppets, come on! It's so good. I'm so excited to go back. It's uh yeah. Like when they had that something something good's coming. We don't know what it is. I was like, please, please, please let it be the Muppet Show on Disney Plus. Please and thank you. And uh I say thank you. Big thank you. Uh <laughs> lately, ever since his news, uh it's so fun. The little the little uh little monster Wookiee. I'll go bum 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 and he'll dance <laughs> and I, i've got him trained now if i do the muppet music he dances and it's uh that's the way the world should be that is fantastic i love that <laughs> I, I honestly uh sort of want you to talk about this next news story but i guess it's mine if fair is fair so uh please talk after i do my 30 seconds but batman the animated series being continued on hbo max question mark and this this news uh I hadn't heard about it, but listening to uh, the Fat Man Beyond podcast with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin, uh, Mark dropped like the rumor of it, and, and Kevin Smith like sort of basically confirmed it. Like he'd heard it like a month before that, and uh, didn't give any details, but uh, made it really sound like this is a thing. And it's please, yes, yes, whoa, amazing, wonderful. On the same day I found out about the Muppet Show, good times. <laughs> what do you got to say, Blue? Dude, I am so excited if they do break. That was like the only time that I've ever actually liked Batman was with that animated series. And if they bring out this is supposed to be like a continuation of said series. So if they do bring out more, dude, I'm all for it. Like that was the best written Batman, in my opinion, like ever, because there are so many stories of Batman where it's just like, Give me a freaking break. And he does something absolutely ridiculous. And he's like, I'm the Batman. And it's like, shut up. That's not a freaking reason. <laughs> but in, in the show, he was much more human in a super powered world. And yeah. it was so well written. It was great. I was, I'm, I'm like, I don't know why everything's tying into just uh, my adventures with a with a toddler. But uh, there's a book that we got for the Tyrannosaur that now Sean Guy keeps bringing to me. And it's my first book of superpowers. And it's a bunch of Justice Leaguers. And it's like a real short synopsis of them. So, And it makes me happy because Batman's like the fifth or sixth superhero that they mentioned. So I'm like, yes. That's so great. They mentioned Hawkman and Hawkgirl before Batman. Justice League. <laughs> 
but on the Batman description, they literally talk about Batman creating gadgets like the Batmobile and the Batcycle, and they're like, Batman's power is inventing things. And I'm like, no, it is not Sean. Batman's power is wealth and privilege. <laughs> but then uh, I was Heather was like, don't tell the baby that. And I said, well, if anything, Sean Gay, uh, Batman's power is stubbornness. Like, <laughs> the, the reason Batman doesn't lose is he is too stubborn to lose. That's <laughs> funny. So, yeah. Yeah, I just figured I'd share that. Batman's superpower is not inventing things. Although he does, I guess. But really, other people do it for him. Because he's rich. He's rich! Uh, he is rich. Uh, Batman, build me a bat cycle, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, the next one for you is something that I put up quite recently. So I don't know if you saw it, Blue. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown, deep fake Leia video and go. Oh, uh, you know what? I did see that one, and I was uh, a little perturbed, uh, to be honest. I, I didn't know what to think of it, and uh, it both perplexed and vexed me at the same time. I was like, why? Well, I, I get why, but like at the same time, like, ugh, this is a little... I don't know how to feel about it. I just don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty... I thought it was interesting, like, how similar it was, but then, like, Brian pointed out on the post that uh, they only deepfaked, like, the eyes and nose and mouth. They didn't, like, you know, the still Carrie Fisher shape of her head. So, I yeah. guess. And then I was like, so we should, like, use Billy Lord as a do body double and deepfake Millie Bobby Brown's face? And, like, <laughs> Brian made me laugh by saying we should ask their consent first, but I was like, okay. <laughs> But yeah, I just I thought it was interesting, and and there are similarities. I don't. Yeah, uh, I think I think they don't need to do more stories with with Luke and Leia and Han, um, unless they're gonna do Solo two with uh, Alden Ehrenreich. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, I, I just there's so much more story to tell, but Danny swears they're gonna do it, and then he can I say I told you so if it happens. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, Millie Bobby Brown is getting older by the minute, like all of us. So there will come a point where she's not age-appropriate anymore, I suppose. Oh, that's true. Well, she's still young. I think she's still, I don't know, 15, 16, something like that. And and Carrie Fisher was 18 or 19 in A New Hope. So, yeah, I mean, there's still time, I suppose. Yes? Yep. There's okay, I was like, did I lose you? It got real quiet there. <laughs> All right, so my next one is uh, Willy Wonka prequel coming March 17th, 2023 from uh, the director of Paddington, Paul King. Why and why? Why? No, no, please no. Ah, oh, man. I don't care if you're saying, like, Timothy Chalamet or Tom Holland being considered for the role. Yes, it's, there's three years, but, 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 but just stop. Stop. I, uh, no, no. Yeah. It, and, and because it's Paddington, it's going to be light and lovely. And the only only kind of prequel I want of Willy Wonka's, like, young life is this dark odyssey with Oompa Loompas that is frightening for children. And that's not what we're getting. Uh, oh. Vernicious Canids and, and, yes, and I want to find out where snozberries grow. And uh, I, I don't know. Am I going to see it? Maybe. 2023, the world should hopefully be normal again. But ah, blah, just blah. Yeah, unoriginal, blah. 
That's yeah, hard. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty done with the uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka mythos. Yeah. There's not, there's just not a lot there. I feel there's not a lot there that I feel like needs to really be gotten into, if that makes any sense. Um, right. I, I guess the the mythos of the thing just never, like the deep lore, never got to me. So. I'm I mean, I. I love that Gene Hackman movie. Heather can attest. Like, I was so excited that it was on. I was talking about it, how much I loved it. And then it was on TV, so I got to watch it. Uh, and I don't hate that Tim Burton version, but it's not as golden and magical as the original. Oh, of course, and, yeah. And I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, why not just you do the second Roald Dahl book, the Willy Wonka and the Glass Elevator or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that hasn't been done yet. That'd be fine. Yeah, but, exactly. No, we're just, uh, just going to get some Paddington something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's all the news that I put up on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, I do apologize in the background. We got some microwave action because, uh, no, Heather, don't be sorry. My my beautiful working nurse of a wife needs to eat. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, no apologies for me. She needs to eat. And you support it by listening to the podcast. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't buy the food. You support for the freedom. My free by freely listening to my free podcast, Freedom, <laughs> <laughs> which means because it's so free, I have the freedom to to let my wife cook spaghetti and eat dinner at like ten ten thirty four at night because <laughs> she works hard. While I am the one that hardly works. <laughs> she is a lovely woman. She works hard. She is. She is. So we fully endorse microwave meals. <laughs> so Blue, your next story comes from Corey. Corey, uh, good, good dude, is uh, Zack Snyder shares the original image of Diana with her battle buddies. Go. I don't think I saw that one. What the heck? Oh, so I, I can do this one real quick. Hold yeah. on. I'll, I'll restart it. So basically this is uh, – has it's that image that was in the Justice League movie, but it's darker and has more people. So there's a samurai, a Sikh warrior, um, a hooded mage-looking mofo, a fully tartaned Scott – a Native American and what is either an African tribesman or like a, like a Svengali warrior plus Diana holding three freaking severed heads. And uh, it's cool. And I sort of want to see the movie that that image was about. <laughs> yeah. It's, you just kind of described the super friends. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, like the Apache chief and, and them <laughs> samurai and, and uh, a random black dude and stuff like yeah you just you just described the the super friends well they kept the <laughs> elements of it so they had the uh the scottish you know i that actor i always think of him as spud from transpotting um and they had instead of the sikh they had the muslim guy and then they had the native american guy and then the other one sort of went about <laughs> the samurai i'm just like where is he from <laughs> So uh, and it was like gonna be like pre World War One. I. I forget which battle uh, or war, but uh, yeah, it was it was a cool image and it's just rad that freaking you, you look at it and then you notice Diana is holding three severed heads and you're like, this is freaking metal. It's Wonder Woman metal, the third movie. <laughs> ma, 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 ma. Yeah, Wonder Woman was like, don't you look at me that way. I cut off your head and misogyny. <laughs> 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 so yeah it was it was good all right so uh hopefully you saw this one did you see the 
the trailer for Finding Ohana that Corey posted? No. <laughs> okay, so I'll do another one. Uh, this Probably. is basically uh, Netflix's Hawaiian Goonies movie. It comes out January 29th, so very soon, like in, in seven, six or seven days. Uh, like Corey said, just the fact that Jonathan K. Kwan is in this movie, yes, they're doing Hawaiian Goonies, and the actor who played Short Round and Data from the Goonies is involved. So what's not to be happy about? It looks great. And uh, it's on Netflix. So wow. It's, it's awesome. pra- practically free if you do the Netflix. So uh, it looked fun. And, uh, yeah. It, yeah. Definitely looks good. All right. So your next news story from Corey Blue is the rumor of Kristen Ritter's Jessica Jones in the She-Hulk show. Go. I, that I did see. Um, so that one I'm actually kind of excited about. Because if they officially add her to the MCU, I think that'd be rad. Actually, I, I feel like everybody but Danny Rand uh, would be great to add back into the actual MCU. I'd feel good about it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is official. There's no, like, she showed up on the set or whatever. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, why not? Like, that, that, that'd that be fun. Like, She-Hulk is going to have courtroom shenanigans. And because it's Marvel, we can't have Swamp Thing litigating. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah give, give us Matt Murdock and... And Jessica Jones, like this would be a great way to get, you know, all those guys, Mike Coulter back as Luke Cage. Exactly. You know, and they could litigate Danny Rand for being a bad Iron Fist. <laughs> that wasn't I, I don't think it was the actor's fault, per se. He he had some really bad writing behind him. Like, so. Literally, the show is like Tatiana Maslany and she's uh, Jennifer Walters. And uh, she's, like, totally normal. And she never gets angry. And she never hulks out. And then Danny Rand shows up in the courthouse. And then she's just, rage monster! You almost ruined Marvel! Bah! Hulk smash! That'd be funny. That'd be great. All right, Blue, did you see the trailer for Willy's Wonderland? No. What the heck is that? All right, so this is me. This is from Corey. February 12th, this comes out. I never played Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, but I'm told that this trailer gives off those vibes. It's oh, Nick Nick Cage what? making the movies yeah. he wants to make, and uh, it looks like it's going to be great, like B-movie horror, and uh, looks lovely. Nick Cage being Nick Cage, killing Chuck E. Cheese monsters. <laughs> yeah, the Nick Cage one. Okay, I know exactly what it is now. I did see that one. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. So uh, it just looks fun. So another trailer... <laughs> Um, what were you to say, Blue? It, it looks very fun. As, as a matter of fact, you know the whole thing of the um, of the Five Nights at Freddy became such a big phenomena. The fact that they're actually allowing a movie like this without it being associated with Five Nights at Freddy is actually very incredible to me. And the okay. fact that that they're allowing Nick Cage to be the dude on it just makes me giggle with excitement because I want to see him just being Nick Cage in in a thing like that it just sounds absolutely ridiculous and i'm all for it the trailer even stole like the watchman idea they're like he's not stuck in there with them they're stuck in there with him (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yeah i they had like the birthday song i'm just like you're the birthday you're the birthday you're the birthday boy or girl (laughs) (laughs) some good old wally weasel (laughs) Ah, good times. Uh, did you see the trailer for Boss Level, Blue? Uh, I did not. 
This is also from Corey. Man, I'm having to do all these. Uh, Frank Grillo, Naomi Watts, Michelle Yeoh, Mel Gibson. Basically, Groundhog Day uh, with a guy trying to kill Mel Gibson, I'm assuming. And uh, he keeps dying over and over, and he uses that, that knowledge to progress. And uh, at some point, Michelle Yeoh is going to teach him how to use a samurai sword. And uh, Naomi Watts is who he wants to rescue. And it just, why not? It sounds interesting. Uh, I didn't see when it comes out, but yeah, it, it looked fun. And Corey, he shares all these trailers, and that's great. Uh, trailers I would not have seen otherwise, <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, and Frank Grillo, that's rad. You know, yeah. Crossbones himself, getting his own movie. Learning mm. Samurai from Michelle Yeoh. Like, why not? And Mel Gibson being a bad guy, because in real life, kind of is. Kind of is, yeah. I was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) So that's all Corey's news. The next news story, I'm going to make you talk about it, whether you you know about it or not, Blue. This comes from uh, Joseph, the other Joseph. Uh, Zack Snyder shares first look at his Army of the Dead movie, and go. Ooh. Now, the Army of the Dead was always a really cool franchise and stuff, and uh, I kind of trust him. You know what I mean? I think he could do a good job. He knows what he's doing. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing where he takes it. I really want to see what he does with this thing. Army of the Dead. Okay, so so first off, Blue, this isn't based on an existing franchise. Wait, what? It's not? Army of... Oh, that's Army of Darkness. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This is... According to Snyder, a self-described zombie heist movie starring Dave Bautista with pure zombie mayhem. Uh, Netflix has put it out. They're so on board that they've greenlit a four-hour animated prequel. And uh, uh, basically, there's a zombie thing in Area 51. They find a way to contain it. But the way of doing that is quarantining Las Vegas. And all the zombies are inside. Everybody else is fine. But then somebody's like, there's all that money just sitting in Vegas. So these people go on a heist to get the money in Vegas where there's lots of zombies. Sounds awesome. It does. And Snyder apparently came up with the idea of this when he was doing the the um, Dawn of the Dead, Dead movie, which uh, arguably I think is one of his best movies that he's done. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm. I think I'm excited. I I can't wait to see a trailer for it. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Uh, I'm sorry. I I got that. Um, I was thinking Army of Darkness with uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> it's all good. I was just like, that's that's funny. Keep going for thirty seconds, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, the next one is uh, this Danny the Deuce with some news. Uh, I'll throw it to Blue. Lucasfilm taking a more hands-on approach to Rogue Squadron after Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman 84 didn't perform how they hoped. Go. Ooh. Uh, I kind of feel like, you know, when somebody drops the ball, obviously they're going to want to, like, kind of pass the buck and get it to somebody else. But I don't know. I mean, she may have screwed up on one, but that doesn't mean she screwed up on everything. You know what I mean? I, I I don't know. I I have mixed emotions. Yeah, I uh I don't I don't think it's fair, and I hope this is a uh, not like official news. I forget what the news source was. If it was we got it covered or something, I think it was we got it covered. But you know, we'll see. I mean, the the whole Rogue Squadron thing is like a tribute to her dad, who died as a fighter pilot, and she just yeah. uses Star Wars to do that. So. Yeah, Wonder Woman, the first movie, was great. And Monster with Charlize Theron was great. So I don't know that we just judge her by Wonder WW84 and just say that's it. 
Same. It's, it's still a fun movie. It just had some script problems. So just yeah. make sure if she writes the script, somebody else takes a look at it. Make sure there's not a, a wishing rock. <laughs> right? And no and no body swap <laughs> uh, agency issues. And we'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. Uh, let's see. My news story. Ray Fisher announces, this is from Danny, uh, DC Films is removing his cyborg from the Flash movie. You know, this comes on the heels of Fisher saying he would never work for DC Films president Walter Hamada due to his interference with the investigation over all those allegations of impropriety and outright racism from Joss Whedon, aided and abetted by Jeff Johns. This is a sticky thing. Um, and, and, you know, Fisher has said that losing his time as cyborg is worth bringing to light Hamada's actions uh, in the investigation. So you can find his entire statement on Twitter, uh, and this it's a can of worms. And suffice to say, you know, I, I liked Ray Fisher as Cyborg. I lament his character not being in the Flash movie more since there's reportedly more than just a cameo. But you know, it, it, when you say you're not going to work with somebody, then you're going to get you're going to get unhired. You know? Yeah, of course. And uh, and, the, and the, I don't know the whole story. And uh, yeah, stick to your guns. I, I support Ray Fisher. You know and fighting the the badness of of Joss Whedon. So, yeah, you know, it's a shame, but it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. I hate saying that, but, yeah. All right, so Blue, oh, what? Oh, I mean, if the the allegations are are correct and he's, um, like, absolutely right with it, then absolutely, like, more power to him for sticking to his guns and, like, because that is, that's money, you know what I mean? That is money that he's given up in order to freaking do this. So like, it's not like he's gaining a whole bunch of things just for doing this. You know what I mean? He's actually losing out. So right. just of that fact alone should lends a little bit of credibility to the thing that he's very upset. I just, I think there's been a lot of like, it's never been come out and just outright, like here's what's happened. But his statement on Twitter is worth reading for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, you know, and he is. He's taken a great risk to his uh, professional career as an actor. And that, yeah. that lends credits to it, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. All right, Blue, your next news story is the rumor of Chris Evans negotiating to return to the MCU as Captain America. Go. I I love the fact that his first thing, like on social media, was like, that's news to me. What the fuck? <laughs> so, um... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Chris Evans is really going to do it. I don't know if he's just playing around. Um, Maybe. I mean, to be honest, come on. It's pretty freaking rad to be Captain America. You know what I mean? I I would... (laughs) There's so much I would do in order to try to be Captain America. (laughs) Whatever whatever workout they wanted me to do, I would do it. You could be Captain Puerto Rico. Exactly. I would do have, it. You don't have to change the costume at all. Nope. Sure don't. <laughs> it's totally the Puerto Rican flag, which is in America, friends, just in case you didn't know. Yes. Yes, it is. Cap- Captain America is also the I, captain of Puerto Rico. I don't need a green card to go back and forth. I don't. <laughs> you definitely do not. Uh, it's so close to home. But I mean, this news came from Deadline, so it's it's semi, you know, it's a reputable source. Uh, apparently, the it's for a role similar to like uh, Tony Stark's role in Spider-Man: Homecoming, which would make sense to me. Who knows? It might be old Cap, might be young Cap. Comics, 
uh, when it happens, it happens, or when there's more confirmation. But I did like that he was like, news to me. <laughs> that was uh, that was funny. It was pretty uh, good. My next thing from Danny is the Luke hallway scene synced with I Need a Hero by Bonnie Tyler. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Danny's right. He talked about this in the Mando uh, Mando spoiler conversation, which is coming after this one. <laughs> this, it was it was good. I don't, I don't know how well it synced. It's just the music, but it's fine. It, it was okay. <laughs> it was just like, you know, I need a hero. Grogu's looking at the monitor with Luke Skywalker. He's got a green lightsaber and a gloved hand, and he's going to crush the dark troopers. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Just for you, Danny. <laughs> it was good. I enjoyed it. You like it too, Mr. Blue? I do. Yeah, it was it was cute. I, I like when people do clever things. So why not? Uh, <laughs> this next news story goes to you, and I hope you read it because Danny's very excited for us to talk about it. It is uh, scientists have described dino buttholes in detail. Oh. Go. So not not only have I read this thing, but I actually um. Uh, watched a couple videos and read the actual um, scientific paper about it. And it is, uh, it's talking not just about the butthole, but as most reptiles have, uh, it's a cloaca. So they do everything through that one hole. And unlike the, the, the very special thing about this particular uh, fossil that they found is that they saw that it wasn't just um, like a normal circle oval shape or even a slit like most reptiles have now it was actually like almost like a v and it had a hefty pair of lips uh which is very fucking disconcerting to say but that's what was written in the damn paper so like i don't <laughs> i don't know what else to say about it i mean it's it's pretty incredible to find fossils so well preserved but when you do it's pretty sweet <laughs> I definitely turned the timer off just because I wanted to hear you talk about it. I mean, the fact that this article called their bunghole the Swiss Army Knife of bungholes, um, yeah, is is pretty great. Uh, and 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 you know, it's one specimen, but hooray for scientists now finally tackling the age old quest of searching for more dino buttholes. Like, <laughs> yes, I, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 great. Clo- cloaca and and they call the sphincter a vent and uh, it does number one, number two, mating and laying eggs. It's versatile. Uh, yep. Yeah, and it's it's prehistoric. <laughs> prehistoric. Prehistoric cloaca. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what that maybe that should be the title of the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh, you should probably not do that. All right, so I'm I'm gonna th- lob this next one to you just because it's something I know you really love and you're passionate about. Uh, Danny's most recent news thing that he posted today: Amazon's Invincible cartoon debuts Friday, March 26, and go. Dude, get your stuff ready to watch this show. I have been watching um, Ryan Otley, who was the artist for most of the comic, except for the first couple of books, and uh, the the combination of Kirkland. Uh, Kirkman and and Otley is just so damn iconic and this book is going to be or the books are so incredible that this show I am absolutely sure is going to be chef's kiss beautiful the action figures look great the freaking show keep going show looks great can't wait 
Yeah. Can't and, wait. Uh, I'm excited by this because this is the one that you're like, Joe, you got to read this. And like, I really want to, but you know, resources and money are finite. Time is finite. So it's something I'll get to at some point. You said you own a bunch of them, I think. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. so I can, I can dive in with the show. I'm excited that you you get the first three episodes on March 26th and it's going to be every Friday. So you're going to have like event TV. I'm really happy that we're getting back to event TV. Like, yes, it's nice to binge. And if you want to binge, just wait for the show to be done and then binge. But I also like the talking about things week to week. I think that's lovely. Me too. I think it's a, it's a great thing. Indeed. So my next news story is Kevin Feige confirms Deadpool 3 as an R-rated MCU film. Yeah, cool. Deadpool's going to be in the MCU. Who knows how? But uh, the uh, two writers from Rick and Morty, I think, are working on it. And, uh, and and Ryan Reynolds is helping with the script, and he's coming back. And they're they're devoted to doing the R-rated. And yes, please, fine, good, wonderful. Yep. Do, yep. do yes. it, the whole thing. Good news. Get with it. Good news. <laughs> Enough said. Uh, your next news story, Blue, is Seth MacFarlane wants to remake The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson and go. Dude, their names are pretty much the same. Why the hell not have this happen? I mean, I'm 100% down because I am a huge fan of The Naked Gun series. I think it's absolutely hilarious, and I would love to see Liam Neeson just get down and ridiculous with a character as as uh ridiculous as I, I believe his name was frank uh frank in the, yeah in the, in the movies so i'm excited i want to see it happen yeah yeah it's it, it might be worth it just to see qui-gon jen in a body condom you know <laughs> yeah so why not and i like Liam neeson saying this is either going to end his career or open up a whole new avenue <laughs> yep so there we go. No more taken movies. Now you just get Naked Gun. And, and and if they do that slapstick physical comedy, I'm all about it because uh, there's not enough of that in the world. No, there's not. So my next one is Dan Dan, the library man, shared more images of the miniatures he paints. And this isn't even a 30-second thing. It's just red. He, uh, Daredevil, Bullseye, Beast, Storm, Cyclops, Sabretooth, Wolverine. I think one was Mystique, but I actually couldn't tell, and I looked at it, and I didn't do more research. But, uh, yeah, if you've got a geeky hobby that you like doing and you want to share photos on Laugh It Up Fuzzballs, the Facebook group, plug, 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 do it, please. We love this kind of thing. Share your artwork. Share share your stuff with other geeks. That's what it's all about, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I salute you, Dan the Library, man. Go forth and conquer with paint and miniatures. <laughs> looks so pretty the, the, Huh? It looked pretty rad. Yeah, he does a good job. And they're so tiny, so I do imagine him like the Toy Story guy with the glasses and the little paintbrush. <laughs> <laughs> so your next news story, Blue, is Machine Games releases teaser for Indiana Jones game. Go. All right. Now this I can actually really get behind because I am so... I, I really don't want to see another movie that tells me, you know, shows me how old Harrison Ford is. I think you were the one that said that. Um, and I, I fully agree with that statement because I just want to see um, so, like the furthering of what happened in the Indiana Jones mythos. That was a, a background, a, a deep story that I want to see. So because that one inter- interested me. I want to see it. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the game. I will actually play it. 
Yeah, yeah. It looks. I mean, I, I don't have a video game system, and I don't really have the time to play. But I'm like, man, this uh, this is rad, and I can't wait for the game to come out and hear what people think about it. Like, it looks super cool. And uh, in a similar vein, uh, Steve dropped the news that Lucasfilm Games and Ubisoft are working on an open world Star Wars game. I, I'm, I don't, we don't really know much more. It's just going to be open world. And uh, literally, I'm going to stop my time and defer to Blue because I'm trying to figure out what that even means, like an open world Star Wars game. Help me out here, Blue. Okay, so basically what an open world uh, game is, is like it's a it's a place where you can go. They'll create a giant area and you can explore. So an open world Star Wars game sounds absolutely great because it's going to force them to give you more lore on either the aliens or the peoples uh, of the area. So think of like Skyrim. That's an open world area. You know what I mean? So okay. you have to interact with people, go places, do things. And it also opens up like the possibility for them to give you like multiple missions like, oh, you can, you know, yes, this is the main storyline of whatever is going to happen with the uh, uh, the Star Wars story, but you can also go and do other things like outside of the story and and go places and do like, oh, I see those buildings over there. What is that? Let me go there and figure it out. You know what I mean? And that oh, kind of explanation, I think, is something that a lot of people and a lot of the games have been missing for so long. So World of Warcraft is open world, yes? Uh, Yeah, yeah, basically. Okay. It isn't, or it is? <laughs> it, it is, but it's more of like, a, it's open world so far as that, yes, that's the type of thing that you'd be doing, but without the people, if that makes any sense. Because World of Warcraft is a, an MMORPG, so you get other people there with you in the world. But oh, okay. a world, just a normal open world game without internet connection and stuff is just you exploring the world. So like Fable 2? Yes, much more like Fable 2, yes. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I know like uh, they, they experimented with doing a thing like World of Warcraft with Star Wars that uh, I didn't get on when it was happening, but I heard it was good, but then it ended fast, so yeah. Yeah, John used to play it, Darth John. Yeah, so that sounds really exciting, and uh, yay. <laughs> so the next uh, the next one is, uh, I'll, I'll just cover it. COVID cancels plans to cross over Batwoman with Superman and Lois. This comes from Dominique. You know, it's, uh, yeah, they, they got to be safe. They got to keep those sets separate. They got to do the best that they can. So, yeah, they were going to do that crossover, sure, to probably engender interest in the new Batwoman and then the Superman and Lois show. And while it would be fun, uh, you know, they, they could do it next year and they can do it with more stuff and plan it. And, and they'll probably, because they didn't get to do it, do something even better. So, yeah, you know, it, it sucks, but it, it's just a sign of the times. It is what it is. So, and I yep. hate saying it is what it is because it, it has to do with a fucking orange Cheeto. Uh, but it, I was saying it before, before that fuck. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it just, it, it describes things well, even if it's not my favorite saying. Uh, <laughs> your next one also comes from Dominique. The image of Robert Downey Jr. as Thrawn and go. Um, I actually kind of liked the image itself. But I cannot see RDJ actually playing Thrawn. I think Thrawn is a little more regal than RDJ. Um, although they do kind of share the same kind of like uh, temperament, I would say. Like 
the same kind of like rude, <laughs> rude dude kind of uh, sayings and such like that. I just can't see him being as uh, formidable. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that's why I posted uh, the, the Ron Burgundy Thrawn <laughs> for Will Ferrell, because I think it's just as ridiculous. Uh, stick with, literally look up uh, Lars Mikkelsen, Mads Mikkelsen's brother, who does the voice of Thrawn in Rebels, and he would be a better Thrawn. He looks more like Thrawn. So, yeah, it'd be yeah. more like a Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, yeah, I just Come find on. somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And you can't afford RDJ anyways, uh, Star yeah. Wars television. So, yeah, yeah, find somebody else. <laughs> it's fine. He can be Tony Stark, and he can be Sherlock Holmes. That movie was bad, by the way. Uh, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like but, his Sherlock Holmes? Eh, not, not so much. It was fine. All right, it was, that's fair. It was shove, shove popcorn in your mouth, entertaining, I suppose. But that's all the uh, Laugh It Up fuzzballs, fantabulous fuzzballs focused news. So we're just switching over to some other stuff that I found. And believe it or not, there's a lot. We're, we're still going. I didn't even uh, look at uh, what our time hack was. But yeah, we're at 52 minutes and we haven't even gotten to this. So we're really going to have to breeze through this. Uh, so let's see. The first thing on this, I'll throw it to you, Blue, is uh, Ming-Na Wen confirms that Fennec Shan will appear in the Bad Batch series. Go. Awesome. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is as short as possible. It's really good news. The Bad Batch comes out soon, I think February. So we're going to get more animated Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I found a really funny quote from uh, George Lucas himself. Uh, he said, uh, I thought I was going to have a, a little bit more to say about the, the next three movies uh, because I'd already started them, but they decided they wanted to do something else. Uh, things don't always work out the way you want it. Uh, life is like that. <laughs> yes, yes, George Lucas. Life is like that. Uh, the movie, the sequel movies are what they are. And, uh, you know, maybe there's a universe where your idea was better, but we'll never know. Uh, Blue. Yours is uh, Taika Waititi announced what his favorite scene is in uh, Star Wars. And uh, if you were to take a guess, what do you think Taika Waititi's favorite scene is? You know what? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you. It was Yoda raising the X-Wing in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, well then. There you go. Yeah, he liked it. And uh, it's, a, it's a great scene. It proves uh, that it, size matters not. And uh, yeah cool i i like that i like that he's his head is in the right space and he's doing a future star wars movie so hooray yeah uh, I, actually i i like yoda rising the x-wing <laughs> <laughs> oh this is my friend his name is yoda he races x-wings yes <laughs> uh for uh, here, here's another one for you uh well what do we hear to talk about this the rumor of rdg and star wars uh People were speculating Thrawn, but uh, that confirmation came from a now-deleted tweet. But uh, this guy Noah Outlaw from Kessel Run Transmissions, which is a semi-reliable source for Star Wars rumors, has said that RDJ is not Thrawn, um, but that he has been talked to about being in a future Star Wars project. So there you go. That's uh, Don't really need to say much more about it. Just that they're talking to him, and he's not going to be Thrawn, so what's he going to be, and can they afford him? Uh, the next news story for me is just real quick. Uh, Orange County Register, which is the local newspaper for uh, where me and Blue live, had an article about Grogu and Mando 
being in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And uh, I'll just say it, it should have happened because canon is important to uh, Batu and Galaxy's Edge. And uh, it would make both of their attractions make absolutely no fucking sense. So I hope it doesn't happen. I don't care if you like your Grogu and your and your Mando. Uh, maybe they'll have a Star Wars launch base sort of thing where you can go take pictures with them. They got Kylo Ren and Chewie and Darth Vader and uh, Boba Fett, so they can just add Mando and Grogu there. Boom, done. But don't don't f up all that the billions of dollars you spent on Suiji just because uh, you want you want money. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, we could talk about this one later. Let's see. Uh, here you go, Blue. Did you hear that the Rainforest Cafe in Disney's California or uh, Downtown Disney is being turned into a Star Wars trading post? What? I did not. Yeah. So uh, this is good news because they they closed the really awesome like art shop that they had, um, the Wonderground, because they needed a place to sell Star Wars stuff while it's COVID because everything at Disney's <laughs> closed. So uh, now they're going to turn that beautiful Aztec-looking temple into a, uh, a rebel's base. And it's perfect. It's great. It's a great I use. Mean, that's cool. But I really wish they hadn't closed the Wonderground because I've been trying to work there for, like, forever, <laughs> doing artwork and such, and that well, the, would be great. But The news is Wonderground is going to return now that they're going to move it into the old uh, Rainforest Cafe. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, good to know. Yeah, and they'll repurpose it and make the old Rainforest Cafe look like a rebel base, and that'll be cool. It'll be great for photo ops. Exactly. Uh, Lou, you, your next one, uh, just uh, Star Wars video games to rebrand under Lucasfilm Games. What do you think? Star Wars video games to rebrand under Lucasfilm Games? Yeah. That's kind of weird to say. Because most of the original ones were under Lucas, Phil. I mean, it's just, it's whatever. As long as somebody gets the work done and gets it done well, who cares what fucking, like, place is doing it? You know what I mean? (laughs) Because the original, like, on Super Nintendo, I have, uh, like, I own the original copy of Super uh, Return of the Jedi. And it's fucking great. And it was a Lucasfilm, a a LucasArts uh uh, game and it was great you know what i mean so yeah. as long as somebody is is there doing the job properly like you're gonna have a good game and it doesn't really matter what the name of the company is as long as the fucking company is doing what it's supposed to do well i think the big thing is uh lucasfilm sort of got out of like the paying attention to the games business and now they're gonna get back into it uh so they'll actually have like you know, like some control over it. And people have wondered if this marks the end of EA doing the games. I mean, they have a license until 2023, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Like literally the announcement is like Lucasfilm plans to collaborate with the finest studios across the industry. So they're going to find good companies to make games. And that should be good news for all the gamers. Yep. I'm looking forward to it. I will say this though, that does give my, my, my friend DJ Welch, um, like a really good chance to actually work on the video games rather than just shows. Okay, nice. But I mean, like it's look, competition breeds better stuff. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, sh- it should be good. Like yeah, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna transition from the let the wiki win in Star Wars news and just do uh, some real quick flavor of the geek. So uh, the first news story, I'll just do it. Fuck Kevin Sorbo right up his Herculean 
whatever. Like, <laughs> screw him. Uh, but really yay. Crazy. What? He really went, like, full-ass crazy. Yeah. But yay for Xena, Lucy Lawless, putting him in his place. Uh, so, it was wonderful. And it, it gave me a chance to use a Simpsons meme. of, yeah. of Zena, Zena can fly? I told you. I'm not Xena. I'm Lucy Lawless. <laughs> and then also, like, Ben and Jerry's coming out with some great, like, political content with their ice cream. Like, woo. Like, good news. I like seeing... Uh, Good stuff. Did you hear hear this news of uh, Rudy Giuliani blaming his rhetoric during the January 6th, like, uh, stuff that led to the attacks on the United States Capitol? He blamed it on Game of Thrones. He, what? Because he, he said, uh, he's, he's quoted saying we need trial by combat, like, in his thing. And uh, <laughs> he, he basically said that he was inspired, this, this call to arms was inspired by Tyrion Lannister, uh, using trial by combat to uh to I don't even fucking know like he also referred to the uber popular HBO fantasy show Game of Thrones as a documentary so seriously like fuck that hair dye running down his face traitor like I'm, not like, what? I'm usually not political on the show but Rudy Giuliani don't 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 sully the geek content that lots of people love but put it in your filthy traitor's mouth that's what I have to yeah. say. <laughs> that's probably the most political you'll ever hear me on the podcast but also fuck trump <laughs> yep and because uh, yeah just to be clear if, if you've been listening to the podcast this whole time i don't actually don't care what your political views are just be a good human um and don't don't subscribe to conspiracy theories and be a good human and be good to people and don't be racist don't be misogynistic don't don't be awful and and we'll get along just fine but if you don't like yeah. that then just stop listening to my free podcast, cause fuck, <laughs> it's fine. I'll take the hit. It can be, it can go down to five listeners. I'll make just as much money, you know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All zero pennies. So yeah, <laughs> and uh, a new day is arisen, and uh, the world has potential to be better. So there you go. And in uh, in weird news that might be better, uh, did you see the news of Mountain Dew is going to come out with a dark blue soda called Riddler's Brew to coincide with Matt Reeves the Batman? I did, actually, and it looks weird as hell. <laughs> yes. I mean, lest people forget, 2012 did bring us the Mountain Dew dark berry that accompanied the Dark Knight Rises, so it's, it's happened before. So, yep. uh yeah, but product promotion. Yeah, people like making money, including PepsiCo. So, yes, we'll see what the soda tastes like. I'll try it. I'm interested. I like Mountain Dew sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. I don't, I don't drink it like college age me, you know. But uh, I don't think yeah. I ever drink it like college anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, but then again, I stopped drinking soda like before I left high school. So, okay. Yeah. I don't drink a lot of soda anymore. I used to drink tons. And I used to drink tons of energy drinks. But I don't do either of those anymore. I just do my coffee. Yeah, just, I get some tea and I'm good. Yeah. All right, so the next news. Uh, the Batman Gotham PD show uh, that is a company Mary's Batman topical has a new showrunner. And it, it's really just news for you. If you cared, uh, Boardwalk Empire's Terrence Winter was originally attached. And now it's uh, this guy, Joe Barton, who is a creator of Jiri Haji, which is a British show. Uh, I don't know anything about it, but uh, they got a new showrunner, and uh, the Dark Knight Rises movie comes out in 2022, so uh, the show will probably coincide with that. There you go. 
Okay. So, uh, Blue, did you see the Entertainment Weekly, like, plot info and images for the Mortal Kombat movie that comes out April 16th? Dude, I did, and um, uh, Sub-Zero looks freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, he does. He looks absolutely incredible. I was like, oh my gosh, this dude looks so cool. I was very, very taken aback. Yeah, I like seeing the images. Uh, the the plot synopsis was, I mean, it's interesting. They're doing a whole new character, like this guy named Cole Young. But then you get to see all the names you know, like Jax and Sonya Blade and Shang Tsung, Lord Raiden, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Kano, Sub-Zero, Scorpion, finish him! <laughs> like, finish him! So maybe, maybe it'll be good. Sure, why not? Exactly. Like when we're talking video game movies, that original Mortal Kombat movie, it was cheesy, but it was fun. It was, I thought it was awesome. I love that movie. The sequel was bad. But, the uh, sequel was terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. But uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, it can't be worse than the sequel, question mark? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did see, like, one of the writers for, like, that sequel actually is working on the script for this one. And I was like, oh, caution flag, caution flag. But it's fine. <laughs> So the next one, uh, Ethan Hawke has been rumored to be the villain of the Moon Knight show. Uh, so, cool. He's a good actor, but that has prompted a lot of people to remember when he said that serious actors weren't interested in comic book fair. And then when he also talked about Logan not being a great movie, but just a great comic book movie. Uh, basically, my takeaway is uh, Hawke originally wasn't interested in promoting big movies or being a spokesman for comic book movies. But uh, apparently either the script is so good or the Brinks truck Full of money was so awesome that uh, he's interested in joining. <laughs> yep. But I mean, if we're talking Moon Knight, that's definitely psychologically should be a very interesting show. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you uh, may have just seen the script and been like, fuck, I got to do this. Yeah. He, I, I doubt that's what it was. And he'll probably deny the hell out of it. Um, but at the same time, like, Anybody who does know about the the Moon Knight mythos, I think, would be like excited to see where the heck they're gonna take it because there are so many options that are so good for him. What and villain do you think he would be playing, Blue? I don't even know, man. There's so many different villains that he could play, and I don't know which direction they're gonna go for the opening of his show. Like, I just don't know. They have options. And it's like, are they going to go like werewolf by night? Are they going to go? Because if they I think it would be smart to go werewolf by night um, because you have a lot of options there. You know what I mean? I mean, he's not going to be Bushman. He could be Black Spectre, I guess. He, yeah, exactly. It, it's definitely not going to be Bushman. That's why I didn't even mention him. But, um, you know, th they have options and I think it would be great. Uh, I think Ra would be awesome. Um yeah, I was thinking Raw. Yeah. Maybe I Crossfire think that, or Shadow Knight. Yeah, because, well, Raw is the most, like, recent, I guess. Um, so I think it would be, like, the most relevant. But at the same time, like, uh, I could understand if they didn't want to go that route, because it was really heavy in the psychological <laughs> warfare on that one. Yeah, I mean, Black Spectre would probably be my pick. I would like to see, like, the former Vietnam vet... You know, he could be like a Gulf War vet to be made more, you know, current. Uh, yeah. That could be interesting. Like, he's inspired by Moon Knight, and then he becomes Black Spectre, but then he ends up fighting him, you know? Exactly. 
So that that could definitely be interesting. I just was curious what you what you thought. Or maybe they're gonna have him be Bushman and it's gonna be bad. <laughs> that would be that would be really bad if they had him as Bushman. So uh, a new story for you, Blue. Did you hear that Matt Damon is rumored to have been cast in Thor: Love and Thunder? No, I did not. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, he's gone to Australia where the movie's being filmed, or New Zealand. I'm not sure. It's one of those where the movie's being filmed. He did go into quarantine, so you don't just sort of do that thing just to say hi to your friend Taika. Uh, yeah, he was he was in Thor: Ragnarok. Oh, I love that movie. And I haven't watched it in a moment, so I would I would love to go revisit it because I talked about it. You know the rules. Uh, but he played uh, an Asgardian actor playing Loki, and uh, I'd be down for that character showing up again. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see Matt Damon Matt Damon he's, he's great so that'd be fine uh, I saw a really funny post Blue <laughs> what are your thoughts of this question do I have to watch Spider-Man 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 1 and 2 to understand what's going on in Spider-Man 3 <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> it's so good it may, it, I'm like I want to write a song about it Spider-Man 1, 2, 3 1, 2, 1 and 2 to watch Spider-Man 3 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Spider-Man 3 it's either going to be amazing or a hot mess yep you're right we'll see I guess if it's a hot mess Marvel can always just like jettison Spider-Man to Sony and be like your problem not ours <laughs> yep that's true and I think that's what they're going to do. They're going to they're going to have one bad movie that isn't great and then they're going to be like, "Oh, well, it's fucking yours now. We don't need that shit." Sounds like Venom's problem. <laughs> yep. Uh, did you see uh so Barbara Muschietti, who is involved with the Flash movie, was seen uh or on Instagram she posted her Flash and Reverse Flash socks. And all of a sudden everybody's like, "Ebard Thon confirmed for the Flash movie." <laughs> <laughs> really and i'm like oh maybe she did it on instagram so she was trying to say something and people are smart like engendering interest but i'm just like whoa 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 hold on like just like <laughs> like what all of a sudden like you know then andy muschietti like posts like bare feet and they're like nobody in the movie confirmed <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was just silly uh we got confirmation stranger things season four coming august 21st of this year Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe August 2021. I don't know. My notes aren't very clear, but August of this year. So, so at some point, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I like that show. I want more. Yeah. And it's actually, uh, I saw the the Duffer Brothers said because of coronavirus that they actually had a lot of time to like go through their scripts and like finish them all before they shot, which they mm-hmm. normally didn't get the chance. They were in the writing process while they were shooting. So, and people have said that it, it's like some of the best stuff they've done. So heck yeah. There we go. Heck yeah. Ready. Um, here's I don't know if you saw this news. Kevin Smith finished the 101 page draft of Clerks three. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. He's been busy during the coronavirus. I uh, did his his Mallrat script. Now he's done his Clerks three script. P- please and thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, good news. I like it. I like him playing in his his stuff. But uh, he better finish Moose Jaws. He better. <laughs> oh my god. If he shuffles this mortal coil and I haven't gotten to see Moose Jaws, I'm going to be a disappointed Wookiee. That's funny. So uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, apparently Black Widow may be delayed again because Disney will still not commit to streaming the movie. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why. I, I They must really not have liked the reception that Mulan got 
because this is this is ridiculous to postpone it this long. Yeah. They either that or they really don't believe that the Black Widow is capable of drawing in people to make them want to watch her. People are so starved, but now that WandaVision's out, like, who knows, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe that's also what they were waiting for. Maybe they were waiting to see if if WandaVision, like, if, if a female lead would be, you know, the right thing. But Disney has basically built their entire empire off of female leads. So I don't understand what the hell the problem is here. I'm just like where I'm coming from. Like, so Milan, I wasn't interested in paying the $30 for the early watch. I'll pay it yeah. for Black Widow. I will. Yeah, one, 100%. So, like, I, I don't get it. I think there's enough people that would pay it. And it seems like they weren't completely unhappy with the Mulan money. I don't know. I just, I want to see it. And I don't want to see it delayed again. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Let's see. HBO Max has all these, you know, Warner Brothers movies drop in. So, you know, to be continued on what's going on with the streaming wars. Mm. Uh, there was the news that the Snyder Cut of uh, Justice League has 80% unseen footage, even though only two bits were added, one of them being with Jared Leto. So uh, apparently Snyder is the kind of guy where he like just shoots and, and saves stuff and does like crazy stuff that he never thinks he'll see the light of day. So he had all this unused footage. Mm-hmm. And then like he's such a mean girl where he's like, I'm not using one damn thing that Joss Whedon shot. I'm like, wow. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> I, I just am so interested in like apparently originally it was going to be like four one hour episodes but now they he was talking to fans and said they're just releasing it as a four hour movie like boom just oh, drop uh, in that Justice League wing on the HBO Max counter and be like look at it or don't <laughs> yeah. but the whole internet's going to be showing you pictures of it so you might as well look at it <laughs> exactly and while you're looking at it have we talked about dinosaur buttholes <laughs> prehistoric kawakas <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so good oh uh there's other news that disney has confirmed that the marvel's avengers campus in dca is going to open in 2021 mm-hmm. uh, that that's with the caveat that anything disney in california opens in 2021 <laughs> yeah, exactly so uh but i'm excited for that stuff it looks it looks cool i mean tom holland shot stuff for the spider-man ride that they have got the, the ant-man micro restaurant and uh a, a doctor strange show and uh they've got rooftop stunt sets and a spider-man that apparently swings over your your noggin like it sounds cool yeah it sounds awesome and you know if it opens when the park does it first and it's like limited capacity you could probably go and enjoy it without the crazy crowds so, yeah exactly yeah so good news and then uh, just the, the last little thing, just a non-spoiler. I've only seen two episodes of it. I haven't seen the episode that dropped today on Friday. Uh, but like Baron Von Strucker said in uh, Age of Ultron, which is a movie that doesn't get enough credit, the Age of Miracles has begun, and we've got WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Yep. And how, have you seen the three episodes or just the first two? Dude, I haven't seen any of them. I don't have, oh. I don't have the Netflix where I'm at right now. It's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I don't have the Disney Plus where I'm at right now. Okay. Uh, it's it's lovely, and uh, I can't wait to see the episode, but I was waiting for Heather to come home from work to see the, the third episode that dropped. Uh, it's it's great. Uh, they're doing some, some weird mystery stuff and, and paying homage to the golden age of television, and it, it's lovely, and I love it. And, and Paul Bettany and uh, Elizabeth Olsen 
it, it's just wonderful. And I love, love them getting more story and figuring out what the hell's going on with them. And uh, I, I highly endorse it. Oh, that's awesome. Watch, watch it. Really, really fun. And I guess uh, that sort of that takes us to all the news. Heinz 57. We got through 57 things, Blue. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, I'm trying to think if I'm saying anything else, like breaking the 57. I, uh, I finished season three of Star Trek Discovery. Really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. But uh, I'll tell you, I watched all of season one of Picard. Hot damn, did that show poke me right in the nostalgia. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I loved the ever-loving piss out of that Picard show so, so much. So much that I would even consider maybe, like, amending my, like, my top six and finding a way oh, to put wow. it in there. I really, really enjoyed the hell out of it. I, you know, after watching Star Trek Discovery and, my, and Kyle being like, man, it's so good, and being like, maybe I'm just not a big enough Star Trek fan. Because I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun action-packed lots of star trek stuff uh, at the very end i was like hey that's cool it made me smile with the way the show's going uh but then he was like oh picard's okay and i watched it and kyle you're wrong picard is a <laughs> superior show and man I, I definitely i guess i just needed to find that that show that i watched as a kid that that continuation of tng stuff man it was really fun i loved the hell out of it so yeah there you go. It's been worth watching. my uh, my free trial of CBS All Access. So it's, it's been good. I've enjoyed it. But uh, Blue, thanks for joining me for some uh, fire hose news ish. Well, of course. I think we did pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. We covered a lot. We did. We totally did. Uh, and uh, we appreciate you joining us to cover all that news. Like I said, the next episode is the Mando spoiler episode, and then who knows what's next actually i think i'm maybe recording with kyle who i just talked about tomorrow uh with with surprise stuff something that i've been wanting to talk about for a while with somebody so we'll see i'm recording an episode of his podcast first so hopefully we find time to do mine but we'll see how it shakes <laughs> out <laughs> um but yeah uh blue your social media stuff is all at blue wolf d right correct yeah twitter instagram deviantart uh, pretty soon he's going to be on the tick and the talk. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, I'm at Wookie Riot on Twitter and Instagram. I don't do the tick or the talk. Uh, but you can also send an email to me, laughitupfuzzballpodcast at gmail.com. Both me and Blue are completely available to be talked at on the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group, plug, plug, plug. Uh, the home of the website, anchor.fm slash laugh-it-up-fuzzball. And maybe coming soon, uh, I'm going to talk to the boys, but I, I've got some ideas. For, uh, I don't really care about monetizing, but just to put out some stuff for people that like the show. You know what I mean? I think yeah. there's enough people that might like a Laugh It Up Fuzzballs t-shirt if it was available. So, like I said, I don't really care about making money. Just, uh, you know, get it, getting the availability of, of merchandise out there for folks. Or at least get shirts for me, Danny, and Blue. As we put a lot of time and effort into the podcast. <laughs> but we continue on. We soldier on. Heck yeah. And, and we hope you enjoyed the news. We hope uh, you're enjoying WandaVision or Picard or Star Trek Discovery or whatever it is you're enjoying. We appreciate you. We want you to stay classy. We want you to be excellent to each other. We want you to enjoy the world, whatever your politics are, uh, and uh, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Party on, dudes. All right, Blue, I'll let you have final words, and then we'll sign out. All right. So, everybody, please watch all the shows, catch all of us. And um, hopefully, you know, I hope you guys are doing well during this quarantine. Stay healthy. 
we love you and uh, take care of yourselves. All right. Well said. TTFN, Blue, Benjamin Blueford Blue the Fourth, and Joe the Wookie Riot, aka Bruiser Totoro, out. We're so out. We're so, so out. out. Bum, 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 bum. It's time to meet the fuzzballs. It's time to listen with your ear holes. It's time <laughs> to get things ended with the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs podcast. <laughs> it wasn't so good, but Shawnee would have still danced to it.